to the Circle the Drain podcast with Adam Brooks, Ryan Kuchar, and Jared Brooks. And in today's episode, uh, we have our first guest. We do have our first guest. Uh, our first guest is a good friend of ours. She is a, a student at uh, local college, also a uh, attendee at Southfield Church along with us, and... Um, like a project manager at our church, uh, she handles all of the uh, the special events and um, putting together uh, a lot of the, I guess the the programs that uh, the church needs. And uh, put your hands together. She's number thirteen in your programs, number one in your hearts. Julie Conroy, everybody. Woo! Yes. Yeah. Woo! Hey, Julie. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Julie, we have a game to play with you today. Mm-hmm. You ready? Sure. Okay. Uh, the boys and I have already picked out different cards. This is a would you rather game. So, very classy. Very classy, Sorry. Adam. Uh, this is a would you rather game. We are going to give you two choices. Each of us are going to play. You've also selected cards. Am I, am I correct? In- I did. Okay, great. So we're going to go around. We're going to give the uh, "Would you rather" option, and then let's just kick the tires on uh, you know on what what selection yeah. we would we would choose. Yeah. See what comes of it. Ryan, you want to start us out? Sure. So the first one is: Would you rather give up using GPS directions, or take an hour every time you need to poop? I already take an hour every time I need to poop, and I probably need to get that checked out. But you probably should. I really would like to still be able to use a GPS. Yeah. So, so me personally, choice. I'm definitely going for an hour long poop. An hour. What do you think, Julie? Definitely hour long because if I didn't have GPS, I would die. Would you be able to keep yourself entertained on the toilet for an hour? I guess I don't know. Probably. Are you a phone user? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That surprises mm-hmm. me. Because I just get so bored. I would have I, I figured like you'd be book. concentrating directly on the task at hand. No. <laughs> See, when you're married, you have a built-in navigator. So for women, this is a really good deal, right? Yeah. Because men know how to navigate. However, um, my wife is the worst possible navigator. So I have to have GPS. Otherwise, I wouldn't get anywhere. Yeah. I'd have to go back to using maps. Wow. She just falls asleep. Brutal. She lets me know after the fact where I was supposed to turn. Oh, you were supposed to. Oh, did you oh. not know? Yeah, you were supposed did, to turn there three, you know three miles ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the hour. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to go with the hour because I personally enjoy pooping. <laughs> um, it's generally a fairly pleasant experience. It is. <laughs> Unless, like, there's certain occasions, certain, you know, yeah, if it's too messy, obviously. if it hurts. Wow. Yeah. You know, graphic. I rarely, graphic. I rarely have too messy. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Have, do you? Yeah. Not on the occasion. Oh, okay. Uh, but not like, it's not beyond the bowl, you know. Gotcha. Very I did much not contained. sign up for this. Yeah. Well, yes, you, you did. did. Actually. Yes, no, you did. no. This you is did. a part of Southfield. Yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah but I always find a way to avoid it. Well, uh, there's no avoiding now. this one. Dang it. You're holding the mic. While you're here. You're I'm holding here. the mic. <laughs> All right. So uh, for mine, would you rather never use a knife again or growl anytime a stranger makes eye contact with you for an entire year? To their face. Growl to their face. So, so explain it again. Okay. So either A, 
for the rest of your life, you are never able to use a knife. Or for only a year, every single time a stranger makes direct eye contact with you, you are growling audibly. Can you give us an example of a yeah, growl? Yeah, give us an example of a growl, Adam. <laughs> no, you, you can do it. It's not so bad. All right. <laughs> that's so unprofessional. Ryan, you growl Adam. for us. Uh, wow, that's like a purr. That uh, sounds like Perry the Platypus. I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, there, there you go. go. Ah. That's a good one. Well, don't put your mouth open. People okay. are gonna think you're weird. <laughs> People already think I'm weird. <laughs> are you a growler? No. <laughs> no. Wait. What? So what's your what's your answer to the card? What was the first one? Um, never use a knife. never use a knife for. I'm not growling. No. Julie. Julie. No. It's time. I can't do it. Like a Tony the Tiger growl. I don't know how to do that. Sure you do. You've seen the commercials. Like grr? Right. Oh, yeah, but with some conviction, please. Grr. <laughs> Say it with your chest. <laughs> Diaphragm. Grr. There you go. See how I'm easy it was? I'm doing this again. <laughs> you haven't even got through this one. I know. It just we, hit five minutes. Well, yeah, but there there's... A, well, yeah, but this is the extra long version today. So what do you think? Are you growling then, or are you going no knife ever? I kind of want to go no knife ever. Wow. I don't want to growl every time. You see a lot of strangers. You make a lot of eye contact. It's only for a year. I don't know. I feel like I could could just give it to someone to cut. I just can't use a knife. Uh, So I think I'd survive. That's true. In my field of work with solo knife usage, kidding. I'd I'd never in a situation like that. But I still want to use a knife. Well, yeah, Wait. of course you want to use a knife. What, are you going to cut your steak with the side of your fork the rest right. of your life? Yeah, that's true. Have somebody I don't need else. steak. Ugh. Okay, well, wow. I'm definitely growling. This speaks yeah. volumes about your character, Julie. Sorry. It does. It does. <laughs> Ryan, you growling or what? Yeah, I'm growling. For sure, right? Yes. you yeah. got to use a knife. Yeah. It's need, just too important. I, it's essential. No yeah. way I'm living without a knife. All right, Julie, you're up. Okay. What do you got for us? Never see mine now like aren't funny. Never have a stuffy nose or always have a full tank of gas. Never have a stuffy nose or always have a full tank of gas. Let me kick the tires on this. I might need to answer this question while I have a stuffy nose because I feel like if I had a stuffy nose, then I'd be like, I just need this gone now. Like a stuffy nose is. You know, a passing thing. You know, you get them, you don't have them sometimes. And sometimes there's moments in which you wish you didn't have a stuffy nose, but they will never be worse than a time that you need a full tank of gas and you can't get one. Yeah, but I don't have a problem just stopping to get gas when I need it. I hate having a stuffy nose. It's awful. You can't taste your food. Yes. You can't sleep. Yeah. Right? It's stuffy when you're standing up, but then when you lie down, the thing's emptying all the time. It's keeping you awake. That's awful. I can, I, personally, I can live with it, and I'd like to save the money. Well, that's a really good point. Yeah, gas is really expensive. Yeah, especially now. Yeah. What's your take on it, Julie? I hate having a stuffy nose. I'm with you. That's why I picked it, so I'd rather get gas, because yeah. the sleeping... I hate yeah. how it keeps me up, and yeah. I can't sleep for like a week. Mm-hmm. Now, does that also, would we like tie in runny noses with stuffy noses? Like, is that just package deal? Your nose is forever clear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your for, your nose is forever clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never, never. Uh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It does. Forever clear? Yeah. 
That's going to be a build-in. Yeah, we're going to go with your noses forever. <laughs> we're clear. We're clear. All right. Let me get one for you. All right. Let's see here. Oh, this is awful. Reply to every suspicious email with a copy of your ID and bank information. Or would you rather only flush the toilet every tenth time you use it? Yeah. Good luck. Both of these sound awful. Can you read the first one again? I can. Reply to every suspicious email you get with a copy of your ID and bank information. (laughs) Or only flush the toilet every tenth time you use it. Which one you choosing? I guess the tenth time. You have to, right? Yeah. yeah. But you can't pick the first one. That's horrible, though. Yeah, that would be awful. But, I mean, I'm broke anyway, so my bank information does it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't. It's just ten times. I don't want my. I don't want like my poop sitting there in the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly, for that long. I mean, seven times. Yeah. But it's using the toilet. So, I mean, it's not going to be seven poops sitting in there or That's ten true. poops ten, sitting yeah. in there. Well, no, of course not. And if, if, you, if you time it right, you know. <laughs> what's your poop to pee ratio? Yeah, what's yeah, your poop? Exactly. True. What's your bathroom usage ratio? Because you could really line it up to where. Why do we have to be bang, talking about This is a big bathroom episode. You're, flushing, wow. so you're yeah. golden. Right. Yeah. That's, and it's like, how many toilets do you have in the house? That, well, you really want to. You really want to use them all for Spread that? Spread it out? No. Yeah, I'm going to find the one furthest away from... That's fair. Civilization. Right. Or just dig a hole in your backyard. There you go. You don't even have to flush. Problem those. solved. Problem solved. But then you have to deal with it eventually. No. Dig a hole in your neighbor's backyard. You don't have to deal with it ever. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Just keep on digging the... Or building the <laughs> outhouse taller. Yep. We'll never have to dig back into the ground. <laughs> Why don't they just make really tall outhouses instead of digging to the ground? They would last so much longer. I mean, on top of the fact that it's dug in the ground and it's tall. It's a terrible idea. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Would you rather have uncontrollable diarrhea every day the stock market? (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Let's get that one. Gee whiz. Would you rather always speak in a sarcastic tone? <laughs> Sorry. Or aggressively cut to the front of every line you're waiting in? Oh, yes. Aggressively cut yeah. to the front of the lines. Just like, get out of my way and shove them. Right. Well, not, the, not just like, a, mm, let me sneak past you. Yeah. I'd like to see, I would actually like to see Julie aggressively yeah. cut to the front of one line, let alone all of them. Yeah. I, I couldn't. You I couldn't you, make yourself. It would be so mean. Well, to like or, aggressive, like push people out of the or way, or yeah. be sarcastic forever. But if you're always sarcastic, don't people then just learn that that's how you are? So then it's just like not a big deal. Yes, Julie. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I guess I'm not in that many lines. I don't like this question. <laughs> no, I think the funny, the funniest thing is with that is that I feel like it's something where you get in the line. And then you just suddenly get like, like Hulk, you get like this urge or rage right. to just run through the line, knocking everybody out of your way. Like you go into it being completely unaware, you know, you're just mm. getting in another line and then boom. Yeah. You know, do you have like to growl? Like, like, like probably will only if somebody makes eye contact with you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then push them out of the way. I'm at, 
No. What? No, say what you were going to say. What if it's a line to a bathroom? <laughs> Are you supposed to like... <laughs> I thought we righted this ship. I guess we didn't. No, no we didn't. No. I'm, well, hey, he asked me. He asked yeah, me what I was true. thinking about. And that's what I thought about. Not much goes on in my mind. I guess I would probably try to avoid lines if I could. But right. That's what I was thinking. You what about, what about a drive-thru? <gasps> oh, I mean... That's a good yeah. point. Because that cutting cutting line. the line in a drive through isn't helping anybody because the order's out of line. Yeah, but if you just pull in there like you've got no chill and take somebody else's no order, chill. you know? <laughs> like, you don't even care. You just wait for somebody to order, and then as they're paying for it, you zip around <laughs> them and just take their food. <laughs> <laughs> that counts, doesn't it? Yeah, that counts for sure. Free I mean, food. And then at least you don't have to. What's the what's the alternative? Uh, speaking in, of sarcastic, yeah, permanently. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you could do that if, if you're going to cut in front of lines aggressively. You're speaking you're, sarcastically you're, anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're sarcastic. Yes, hmm. sarcastic. Good question. Yes. Whose turn is it? Uh, is it mine? I'll go. Or no, then you have to go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got go mine ready. Go ahead. Have your laundry clean and fold itself, or. Be able to see through the cards at a casino. Would you rather have your laundry clean and fold itself or be able to see through cards at a casino? What do you think? I'm saying laundry because when in the world am I ever going to be in a casino? That's such a Julie answer. Boo. I'm a woman. I do laundry. Like, I just, <laughs> it's already Whoa. done. Whoa. <laughs> I just, we didn't put that juju yeah, on you. You said that yourself. That. If I could see through cards at a casino, Julie, it wouldn't matter about my laundry. I would be so rich. You would, yeah, you'd be loaded. That I wouldn't even have to clean laundry. I would just, just wear something. I would take it off. I would give it to the nearest charity, and I would have something else new to put on because I would be rolling in it. Money, not laundry. <laughs> I just hate doing laundry so much. To not have to I, do it would be I'm so nice. I'm probably also going to go with laundry. Just because, A, I don't like doing my laundry at all. And you B, guys are thinking you so don't smallly. understand. I agree with his point. I get if the If you point, have that much money. I don't want to go to a casino and you, try winning these games. Even if you are at you a You don't even have to try winning the games. You, you just, just get to see, see the cards ahead know. of time. I mean, that's you being able to see through somebody's hand isn't going to change the fact of what's in your hand. Well, that does give you a major advantage. Well, sure, it's not but winning the games for you. You still need some type of skill and knowledge of the game. Well, well, th- you just play the ones that you clearly see that you can win. I mean, but... He's got you, Adam. No, 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 that's fair, that's fair. How about this? You don't even have to... All you're looking to do is make enough money for to pay somebody else to do your laundry. Yeah, you're good. You're and set. Then, just get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women do the laundry. I said that. <laughs> I, sa- I said what I said. <laughs> okay. Okay. I. I, I mean, but I'm we going. We can't really disagree with you. I'm going because you're a guest. Yeah, I'm going with. Uh, True. Thank you. With casino cards for sure on that one. Okay. What's you? What do you got, Adam? Um. Let's see. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> he picked up Here the uncontrollable diarrhea. <laughs> All right. Never be able to listen to music ever again. Automatically the other one. Or tell one stranger a week that they're ugly to their face. 
Oh my heavens, that's terrible. Go up to a stranger once a week and just be like, you are ugly. Or never be able to listen to music again? Yeah. This is like... It's like... Because no one is going to pick never be able to listen to music again. So you just like... You have to live with the fact that you're going to go up to someone and just be like... Every week. You know what? You're ugly. And that's just how it is. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not just like you can pick the same guy. Like a friend of yours. No, you got to find a complete stranger. Because once you call somebody ugly to their face, you know them. You know, you're acquainted. Well, you're enemies now. Yeah, you're not strangers. Yeah, there's a good chance you wouldn't be listening to music anyway for many long after that. (laughs) Julie, what do you think? I can't call someone ugly every week. You're gonna eat it and just never listen to music again, aren't you? Yeah, I'll probably just die, but I don't want to. You have to. Come on. I can't. Yes, you can. What if you they're can. having a real bad day and that just pushes them? Yeah, you're going to make they, it like, a whole lot I worse. made someone cry. I would never want to do that. Yeah, well. I'll just suffer. I'll just suffer and never listen to music. Such a Julie answer. I'm just being honest. I know. I, that's what we love about you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> what do you think? I'm not going the rest of my life without listening to music. So you don't care. You're going to tell a complete stranger that they're ugly. They're ugly. Sheesh, Ryan. That's you know. But it doesn't have to be like no one's saying that you have to go up to them and just be like, "You are ugly." Yeah, maybe I'd make it. It could be more like playful or like not as serious. Maybe I could. Maybe I could do like the the sandwich method and be like, hey, I really like your hair. You're ugly. I also really like your shoes. So I see. And so the compliment, the, the right, the bash, the compliment yep. sandwich technique. Very yep. good. Yep. Yeah, that could work. I mean, it's... That is so blunt. Well, you have to say the words, you're ugly. <laughs> but Adam's going to sugarcoat it. I mean, you're not that ugly. <laughs> Jeez. You're not that ugly. Dude, it's so funny. For this the record, just... Julie is 100% right. You cannot go around telling people that they're <laughs> that's that's ugly. Yeah. I'm eating it too. I'm with you 100% of the way. Cool. In yeah. it together. Yep. Wow. Absolutely. Now you're switching up. Yeah. Now right. that you have. I you, can't you do it. You sat us down sure. here and made us admit. No, no. But you guys and said then that you to yourself. <laughs> Waited till we said that we would call somebody ugly. And then yep. you're like, well, no, I couldn't do yeah. that. Either. Well, there's just no, I couldn't do that to somebody. I yes, could you to, could. I could do it to you two. Because, you know, I'm not, I wasn't being serious, but a complete stranger. That's just cold. <laughs> I can see you doing that. I mean, like, not seriously, but just, like, yeah. going up to a random person in passing, just be like, you're ugly, and walking away. Mm. You know? It's, it's not like a serious... I don't know. You're not seriously, like, looking at them analyzing how ugly they are and coming to the conclusion that they are, in fact, ugly. But here's the thing. It's going to take over your life, dude. Once a week? Once a week. Yeah, but you're going to be looking for the one person that you think either can handle it. No, you're not. I'm going to walk up to the first person I see and be like, you're ugly, and walk away. So you don't care if it's true or not? No, because the fact is, they're not going to care about what I just said. You think? Some people do. Yeah. If they do, I'm sorry. I'm taking the chance. Yeah. Can you apologize after the fact, or do you have to just walk away? I feel like... No one would buy into the fact that I have a, sorry, no one would buy into the fact of me explaining that I would have a condition uh. that forces me to call someone ugly once a week. Listen, you That's do though. not believable. You do have a condition. 
my wife has called me ugly multiple times during low blood sugars to the point to where now I just automatically assume she's having a low blood sugar. She could actually be saying that to me and I would have no idea if she thinks I'm ugly or not. There's a good chance that she's just hiding behind the, the, you know, like the opportunity of, Oh no, sorry, sweetheart. I just had a low blood sugar. I didn't really mean that you're ugly. See, that's what I'm saying. You can always use it as, hey, listen, I just had a low blood sugar. That's true. That's actually a really good <laughs> that's idea. That's true. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well. well, I'd like to share a story with you guys. Something that happened to me recently. I'm going to give you the opportunity to pick which story I, I, I tell. However, I'm only going to tell one. So you get to pick which one it's going to be. All right? I'll tell you the story of Jordanian horseback riding, or I will tell you a story that happened to me recently about a moving fiasco that took place, or I will tell you a story of, let me think, what's another good one? Um, Worst first date? Mm -hmm. That is a good one. You guys pick. And 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 then you guys can tell me, you know, what I did wrong. Or how dumb I was. What do we or, think? Uh, a personal favorite of mine would is the horseback riding one. I think it's a really funny story, but they're all pretty good. So I think I've heard the moving one. Okay. You so the have. first or the first, third? I think. I don't, care. I don't know. Um, Your choice. Player's choice. If you could see the cards, you'd be able. True. You'd be able to tell. If you knew the story. If you knew the story. <laughs> You've heard the moving story already. I think so. It might be a You've different heard one. heard the. I've heard all of the stories. Oh well, I'm yeah, you're his kid, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't care. First date, we're going with worst oh, first date. worst first date. One. Boy, this is terrible. I hope this never happens to you guys. Um, okay, so worst first date. Here we go. I was working for uh, Downers Grove Imports. It's Kark like company up in down up in Downers Grove. I'm a porter there. I'm probably I don't know 19 years old. Two th- or 1998, somewhere around there. This one comes in. She's got a purple Volkswagen Jetta that needs repair. So she drops her car off. And I see her, and I'm thinking, wow, this is a really pretty girl. I should, I should ask her out on a date. So as her car is getting fixed, I'm trying to like build up the confidence right, to, to go and talk to her. And her car is finished. I get it washed up. I'm bringing her the keys. And I tell her, I'm like, I think you're really pretty. I'd like to take you out sometime. She totally bites. She's like, yeah, absolutely. Let's go. I thought, I thought this is great. So we exchange information. The date's going to be on the weekend, so it's just a few days away. So the day of the date, regular guy, like, pre-date rituals. Get my hair cut. I'm going to wash my car. I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to do all these things to try to get ready for my date. And that's about when the wheels start to come off on my day. It is absolutely awful from here on out. I get her information where she, where she lives. I'm driving to her house. She lives somewhere like in Romeoville, which I'm, I know where it's at, but I don't know where she lives. So I get her address. I turn on her block, and I'm telling you, this neighborhood is less than desirable. I'm sure there's plenty of nice people that live on this block. But this 
I pull into her driveway, and this house looks like an absolute trap house. I mean, like they're slinging dope out of the front door of this house. I'm horrified at what I just parked my car in front of. There's two gangsters sitting on the on the front stoop, and and I'm Ryan. I'm not even kidding. She comes out the door, big smile. She looks very nice. I get out of the car, like I, you know, do I need to do something? Is there like um? She comes around, hops in the car, and then we're off to the movie theater. We're gonna go see a movie, then we're gonna go to dinner. I get to the theater, and I realize that I never went to the bank, Julie. I have no, no. cash. Now I've got my debit card. But in the late 90s, that was not like a full-on thing yet. You couldn't use your debit card anywhere. I mean, just anywhere. There's only some, some spots. So I'm looking around. Hey, can I use my card here? I can't. It's like cash only. And now my knees start sweating. I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have to tell this young woman that she's buying this first movie on our date. Otherwise, like we're leaving, Right. I'm looking down at my feet. I'm trying to figure out what the heck I'm going to do. And I am standing on a $20 bill. I kid you not. Like gift from heaven. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. And I lean over all chill and I pick up this 20 and I slide it in my pocket. And it's just enough to get two tickets. And I'm doubling down, right? Like, hey, do you want any popcorn? You want something to drink? I've got no money for that. But I can't let her know that, right? It's got to be offered. She's like, no. I'm thinking, thank you. So we watch the movie. I don't remember it being particularly good, but we get in the car. We're going to go to dinner, and I'm trying to make small talk with her, right? I'm trying to get her to just engage. She's not interested in the least. One word answers. I mean, it's bad. So we get to our dinner spot, right? We, we order our drinks, you know, Diet Cokes, and... and uh, and I'm still I'm asking, hey, what do you like to do? You like to read? Do you like to you know work out? What do you do for fun? All of these like super short get me out of here answers. And so finally, I'm just I just offer. I'm like, hey, you don't really seem into this in the least. Do you want me to just take you home? And she says yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was it was awful. And so I you now at this point you just have to chuckle because. I can't imagine being so bad that somebody wouldn't want to have a free meal with me. You know what I mean? Like I'm paying for everything. So it's it's not like you can't sit there and just and just have a meal with me <laughs> for free. Free food. For free. Come on. Yeah, right. So so I'm like, okay, let's go. We leave, we get in the car, and I'm driving her home. I but the problem is, is that it was a one-way turn getting into the restaurant. Well, I'm not really familiar with this area. I'm not out that way very much. And so I turn the wrong direction on a one-way street. And these cars are now coming at me. And I just, like, dude, I jump the median. It's this three-foot you know, high median with trees and grass. I'm off-roading it like Duke's a hazard just dodging trees. I come slamming down on the other side of the road. Now I'm heading in the right direction. And she's got this horrified look on her face. She's got the oh crap handle, right? She's squeezing that. And she's looking at me like, get me home and away from you, you maniac, as soon as possible. So needless to say, she doesn't say anything. I'm drive home. 
I get into her driveway. The same two gangsters are sitting at the stoop. She doesn't even wait for the car to stop moving, right? The door is already open, and she's getting out. And I'm like, uh, nice to meet you, right? And these two guys stand up because it looks like they're little sisters in distress. So they're walking towards my car, and I just put it in reverse and drive home. And that ends the worst first date that I've ever been on. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah. I had a lot of ideas of like what that maybe what that story maybe could entail, and now it's worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've every ever thought ex- that I had, <laughs> if you've ever experienced anything like that, um, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, I I mean, all the way around, just from go. I don't know she seemed like a nice girl first, yeah, so yeah. I don't know what the problem was. Well, the worst the worst part to me was that you asked <laughs> that if if she wanted to ta- if she wanted you to take her home, and she said yes. Yeah, I feel like even if you're at dinner with somebody, you'd be like, no, it's okay. Like we'll right. just go home after. Right. But no, she yeah. yes. Like even if she was hungry, she would have yeah. rather yeah. Like, like gone you, home. You guys didn't get food yet. No, you. Oh, were you we, even? You were in the restaurant. We were in the restaurant. We had ordered our drinks. We hadn't even ordered our food, and I just asked her, like, "Listen, th- it really appears that you would like to be almost anywhere than sitting across the table from me. So, do you you want me to end this and just take you home?" And she's like, "Yeah, that'd be great. That's brutal. Wow, that'd be great. <laughs> that would. <laughs> wow, that'd be great. I may have added that. However, yeah. that's how I felt." That it would be great for her not to be there. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, needless to say, um, that's a confidence killer. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. sure. So. Wow. I still think the $20 bill thing is probably my favorite part. That, but that's, that's true. That's But that's really, I mean, I almost wish that didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> because then I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have had to see the movie. She could have just, I could have just taken her home then. Saved my evening. I wouldn't have had to drive the wrong way on the one-way street. You know, she wouldn't have been that upset other than she just thought I was, you know, kind of a you know, forgetful idiot or something like that, right? <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's I'm just in shock. <laughs> just in <laughs> shock. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Moving along. I think the guys are going to do an interview of you. We'd like to know more about our guest. So we're going to interview Julie a little bit and get to know her a little better. And uh, we've got some questions for you. Okay. And then uh, why don't you, you want to start with your testimony and just kind of let us know who you are, how you got to, you know, I guess to Southfield and and, and what made you choose I guess, Southfield and, and come to your, I guess, your Christian walk? Yeah. Um, so I grew up like going to church, but it was never like one church or like a community. I would just go with my grandparents and my aunts. And it was like a million different churches because I don't know. I just remember that growing up as a bunch of different ones. And then once I got to like junior high, I couldn't go in the kids' room. And I was like, this is boring. I don't want to be here. And I guess freshman year, I was friends with Naya and Lorelai, but I haven't seen them since junior high. And then my friend Reagan, and they all would just talk about Southfield, and I'd hear names like Brian and yada yada, and, yada, and I'm like, who in the world are you talking about? Like, I don't. 
but it was just getting pushed into my ears and pushed into my ears. And I just kept hearing it. And I don't remember stuff exactly. Like I don't remember saying no to invites, but all of a sudden the Thanksgiving dinner of my freshman year, I said yes. And I don't remember anything besides meeting a couple people and eating the food. And then I just kept going. Who, who made the first invite? I don't remember. I think it was like an effort of all three of them because we would all like hang out kind of like in school. So I think they all were just kind of like, come on, just come. And I said, yes. And so that invite was really the one that was the, the jump off point for you for Southfield. Yeah, for Southfield. And then after that, what changed with your walk? Um, so it wasn't long after kind of like COVID happened. So it was a lot of like st- staying at home, trying to do things on my own. But then when that was ending, the summer right before my junior year, I got asked to be a leader. And I was like, wow, I didn't, I've only been going here for so long. Like, I didn't know that was an option. And it like kind of kicked everything into full gear. I said yes to Revive and Refuge. And then I think I needed that because it gave me the accountability of this isn't just for me, this is for others. So then I got baptized soon after and I don't know, like was full swing after. Like Great. everything, I knew what to do after that. That's cool. Tell uh, tell like our listeners what Revive and Refuge are. Oh, okay. So at Southfield, Revive is the high school youth group and Refuge is the junior high, so 6th through 8th. And so when you say that you were picked to be a leader, mm-hmm. what what responsibilities does that does that include for both of those? It's those um I know they're brain fart. It's It's like being an example for them, especially for the high school. But then it's also just leading them in small groups, being there as an accountability, asking questions. Okay. I mean, that's a really cool story. I liked liked what you said about um, when you got asked to be a leader, that that's when a lot of growth happened. Because that's the same with me. Is like, it's, well, now I actually have to be an example for people. So I should really try to work on myself and mm-hmm. actually get to the point that people want can look up to me yeah and so mm-hmm. i thought that was that was a cool part that you said so um so are we, are we going into the yeah go right ahead ask okay. some uh, ask some questions if you've got some of the stuff that you've got you know um lined up for for julie all right yeah we have a few questions yeah so yeah do you want me to start off yeah go ahead all right All right. So this is one I liked. Um, is there something that you dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it yet? These are hard. It just started. <laughs> um, dreamed of doing that I haven't done. That you haven't done yet. Something yeah. that you'd like. Something to do that in the you future. want. That you want to do. Should we come back? Should we come I back? I don't know. I don't know if I have an answer. Yeah. Wow. Well, what do you dream of doing? What do you want to do with your life? <laughs> that's a pretty o- over. Yeah. That's, that's a really well, I want to have like a family just, yeah. and a job, and just a regular life. I don't. Yeah. Nothing special about it. What do you want to do for a job? Right now, I'm on the path to elementary education, like mm. probably first grade, but. I don't know. Things could change. Did you were were you somebody to have a dream job as a child? It was always a teacher. Always mm-hmm. a teacher. But right. I don't know. Now that I'm getting older, and where schools are, I'm like, we'll <laughs> see if it happens. 
depends. Yeah. What do you like about teaching? Like, what draws you to it? What draws me to it? Oh, the kids. I like the age range, like first grade, kindergarten. So being able to like work with them, I think would be fun. Yeah, I, I've always thought that that would be a fun job. I never really thought it would be for me, mm-hmm. but it. But I really enjoy kids, yeah. so I can see what the draw is on that. Um, when you think of elementary education, and I guess is there a subject specifically, or I guess elementary you teach all of the subjects? Do you not? Yeah, you teach all of them. Okay, but the younger, the easier. <laughs> so behavioral wise, mm. you mean or like the, is that what you I mean meant? Like easier? No, I meant like subject. Like ah, you're teaching you. them like one plus one is two. Right. Not like beginner's algebra or anything. I gotcha. So that more that's more appealing. Yeah. Okay. What else, guys? Um, so the next one that I would want to go to is what is one fear that you would like to conquer? Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah. My fear of tornadoes. I hate them. How would how do you think you I think that's a very healthy fear to have, yeah. in my opinion. But, like, because it makes really... me all, like, anxious and stuff when storms right. happen where there's even the possibility. Mm. So, if so there's no tornado, I'm a spaz all day. Kind mm. of wishing that you had the ability to be, like, uh, keep a cool head. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a good answer. What is it about? Have you had, like, in your past any kind of terrifying experience with storms that would have given you this or well growing up i was always just freaked out by them but then last year i drove in a tornado and it made it worse oh, so that too. yeah it was i thought i was gonna die yeah. so i just the didn't one I, help the, is that the one by manuk high school yeah like it was like a year ago, ago. Yeah. Yep. Like me and me and i were in the car same uh driving to work oh. together and so we we were just <laughs> getting down the road uh and we couldn't even see the car in front of us. The entire car was shaking. It almost came off the ground. It was crazy. And then I had to go work. So that was nice. Yeah, I can see how that'd be absolutely terrifying. Mm-hmm. So it just made it worse. Right. Yeah. yeah when you're completely helpless, there's just nothing. Like I've got a terrified, I'm terrified of like deep water. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing you can do about mm-hmm. it, right? Like if you're not this great swimmer. You know, if you're lost at sea, you're just lost. You're just yeah. lost. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. What do you got? Do you want me to do another one? Or um, you no, know, I got another one. I got one more. Okay. Um, this one kind of ties in similar to the last one. Is there two things on your like? Is there two things on your bucket list that you want? Or well, I guess is there two things from your bucket list, and what are they? Things that you've dreamed of doing. That was. I'm not. Not a dreamer. Not really. Like just kind of seeing where life goes. Like there's stuff I want, like a family and a job, and just I don't know. Like there's but nothing like I don't want to. Don't have an interest in traveling. Like I don't have like bucket list things. If you got the opportunity to go somewhere, would you take it though? Depending on where. Well, where is a place that you would say yes to? I sound so lame. I'm like a road tripper like i don't want to go on a plane right, i don't want to go right. like overseas but if it was somewhere like if i got like a road trip opportunity and it was all 50 states uh, or something like that'd be cool are you an outdoorsy person like state parks i would hike parks? yeah but i don't love the outdoors okay <laughs> like there's things that i love about them and things i don't okay so you'd rather stay in a hotel you're not gonna you're not gonna go camping oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay 
road trip hotel to hotel yep. to nice places mm-hmm. and just enjoy the finer things of life. That is, yep. I get that's it. it. Listen, that sounds very nice. I think that's I not already, lame. Sorry. All right. I think I already know the answer to this question, but there's no like thrill seeking things you'd want to do. Are you a roller coaster person? I hate them. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> no. what I figured. I would love to take Julie on a bunch of, really like adventurous things and just film her reaction you can't get me on them bob's tried you can't get me on them i'm i mean i'm thinking i probably could (laughs) depends what it is strap you to some guy and jump out of a plane never in a million come on heights is a fear up there too i can't do it it's i mean really i wouldn't you if you gave me a thousand dollars i wouldn't skydive under the ocean nope in a submarine nope. to check out Titanic. No. It doesn't like interest me. Scale a mountain. No. Free climb. No. El Capitan. Okay. Well. I do fun anymore? stuff. This is just extreme I, stuff that I don't. I do fun stuff. <laughs> Not extreme. I want I want that as a bumper sticker on your car by next week. Got I want to see I do fun stuff. Sure. Sure. I do fun stuff. And then in small I do text, fun stuff, just not extreme. <laughs> just yep. not extreme. Just not extreme. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if it's fun for you, it's fun. But you're, that's it. I understand. Okay. Any more questions? Nope. Okay. I need you, Adam, to go to Lamentations. I'm going to yes, talk to you sir. guys real quick about something that um, and it kind of ties in what Dennis was talking about today. Dennis had brought up that Psalms 119 has almost a poetic, I guess, uh, writing style that connects to the Hebrew Bible, or the Hebrew language, more or less. Right, Each letter of the Hebrew alphabet is, starts out one of the verses of you know, Psalms 119, or one of the, the sections, rather. In Lamentations, what's going on is the prophet of Jeremiah is horrified that God has allowed um, the destruction of the temple and the invasion and the destruction of Jerusalem. He can't see how this can be part of the, the, the big plan. Now, there are five chapters in Lamentations. The first chapter has 22 verses. The second chapter has 22 verses. The third chapter has 66. And then the fourth and the fifth, again, only have 22. And that's because, like Psalms, Lamentations, the very first letter of each of the verses in chapters 1 and 2 and 4 and 5, all start with individual letters from the Hebrew alphabet. Poetic. Why would he write it this way? And then in chapters three, three times, right, he uses each letter from the Hebrew alphabet. And I think what Jeremiah is trying to tell us is there's times in our lives that we don't know why the things happen to us. We don't understand why. He didn't understand why Jerusalem was being destroyed. He didn't understand why the Babylonians had such control or power to to come in and just lay waste to the temple. 
he knew that it was all of Jerusalem's doing, all of the Israelites' doing. He knew that they were to blame for it. But he didn't know why it was happening. But I think what you find is, is that he's telling us in his writing that we don't have the answers, but there is a pattern. There is control. That God is in control even when we don't have the answers. I want you to read ver- uh, verses 19 and through 24 in chapter 3 of Lamentations. All right. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I will remember them, and my soul is downcast with me. Yet this is what I, this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassion, compassions never fail. They, were new every, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. Jeremiah has no idea why the things are happening. He spends two chapters at the beginning lamenting over the fact that Israel would would not turn to God. He two two full chapters just complaining or lamenting on on what was being done, of which he witnessed. He says that he watched the Babylonians come in. He watched the, the destruction of the temple. And then in chapter three he gives us reason to hope. He tells us why, even when we don't understand what's happening, even when it doesn't look like, like God is with us or, or in control, he is still God. He is still in control. He is still sovereign. I think it's a beautiful reminder that when we have things in our lives that we don't understand, things that happen to us that that don't seem to have a point, especially a point to make us, um, to make us better or or stronger or to be our benefit at at you know immediately. That there still is a you know a, a point in which God has full control over what's happening, and He still is sovereign and He's still caring for us. And that's I think what Jeremiah is trying to tell us in Lamentations. What do you think about that? I got no words. Did you you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. We are just about wrapped up then. Anything you guys want to add before we end the show? Thanks for coming on, Julie. Um first first podcast I assume that you've ever been on. Yes. How do you think it went? Pretty good. <laughs> not bad. Not not bad, not good. It was good. It was good. Good. Did you have fun? Yes. Okay. Good. That's all we can ask for. We are, we good. really appreciate you coming on. It was it's always good to see you and um and you've been helping out quite a bit with the production of our podcast. So we wanted to bring you on first and uh, and introduce you and um and just say that we're thankful to have you on on board with what we're doing. Thanks. It was fun. You're, you're very welcome. You want to take us out? And this has been the Circle the Drain podcast with Adam, Ryan, and Jared, and Julie today. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and bye. See ya.